David Russell. It's good to be with you this morning. Uh, my name is Dave Russell, one of the pastors at West Michigan Teen Challenge. And uh, I've had the privilege of uh, working with Teen Challenge Ministry now in my 23rd year uh, in ministry there. Uh, came to Teen Challenge 23 years ago, uh, not a pastor actually looking for a job. I needed the program. I went through uh, West Michigan Teen Challenge. Uh, I met the Lord at an altar at Teen Challenge and gave my life to him. And uh, God turned my life around through the ministry of Teen Challenge. Uh, and it's thanks to the prayers of uh, my grandmother and my mother that just didn't give up praying for me uh, when I was out there and lost. For those of you who don't know about the program, uh, we're a one-year live-in Christian growth and development center for people who've had uh, various life-controlling problems. Uh, some such as drug addiction and alcoholism and different things. There's a lot of things that control people's uh, lives today that they need to get free from. Uh, and people uh, come to us. We uh, interview them. Uh, there's an interview process that they can call us and uh, uh, talk to us on the phone or come in person and do interviews. Uh, and we just uh, look to them to see if there's a uh, desire in their heart to know Christ. We are totally faith-based, and uh, we believe that people can be set free today by, uh, from those uh, addictive nature and so on through uh, the blood of Christ. Uh, I believe that we're dealing with a sin problem today uh, in the world, and uh, we know the answer to that is Christ and that a person can be delivered and set free through the blood of Christ, uh, and that they can be taught how to live victorious over those sin problems in their life through learning the Word of God. Uh, we just learned in Sunday school about obedience to the Word and uh, learning to obey His Word. And uh, people come to us from all over the United States uh, to our center in Muskegon, uh, we're the third largest center in the country. Uh, don't let the name Teen Challenge fool you. Uh, we fall under the covering of Teen Challenge International, uh, and uh, we uh, have our licensing through them. Uh, but our particular center houses those who are 18 and older. Dave Wilkerson began this ministry back in 1958 as he led people to the Lord on the streets of New York City. He was uh, dealing with gang members and, and different youth. He was also dealing with people who were dealing drugs, who were strung out on drugs. Uh, he dealt with um, uh, all sorts of people on the streets. And as he led them to Christ, uh, he would lead them to Christ and they would experience salvation. But he saw that some of them were quickly falling back into uh, the street life. And so he saw a need to get them out of the environment that they were in where he could disciple them after the Lord and teach them the Word of God and teach them what it meant to be a Christian and how to live successfully uh, over their addictions uh, by being discipled after the Lord. And so he began a Teen Challenge Center uh, in Brooklyn, New York. It's a house that's still there today, uh, still in use. And that was the very first Teen Challenge Center. And uh, 
that that concept though spread across the country and uh, soon other teen challenges began popping up uh, all over the country following the pattern that uh, Brother Wilkerson set into place. And uh, so we have over 200 teen challenge centers in the country today. Some are like ours, full one-year live-in programs. Uh, some are crisis intervention centers where they're dealing with people uh, and taking care of the immediate crisis and then uh, sending them to a facility like ours, a live-in facility. Uh, some are what we call induction centers where they uh, deal with the crisis, induct them, and they spend uh, the first four months at their facility, and then they send them to a facility like ours to complete the one-year program. Uh, so this concept is not only spread across the United States, but all over the world. We have 200 centers here in the U.S., but we have a over 100 uh, centers in foreign countries today. Uh, so it is spread around the world. Uh, and each uh, center goes through every uh, couple of years. The national office comes around and certifies us. We have to meet certain criteria at every Teen Challenge uh, Center to call ourselves a Teen Challenge. Uh, even though we are under the covering of the Teen Challenge International, uh, each center is individually operated, has its own director, its own board of directors, its own staff, and uh, also has to raise all of its own finances uh, to stay in operation. Uh, Pastor McLean began uh, Western Michigan Teen Challenge back in the late 60s, and uh, we opened our first women's facility in 1971 and our men's center a year later uh, in 1972. And the ministry has grown from housing 12 ladies uh, and about 15 guys to today we can house 96 men and over 50 ladies in our women's facility. And we thank God for that growth. We know that uh, all the glory goes to him. I know the Lord put on Pastor McLean's heart a long time ago. You preach the gospel and I'll raise the finances. And God uh, has been faithful to that word to Brother McLean. And uh, that's what we purpose to do is to preach and teach the gospel to people. And, uh, you know, Paul, the apostle, said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes it. And uh, I know that as we teach and uh, preach the word of God, people are getting saved. They're getting delivered from uh, their sinful, addictive past, and they're finding a faith in Christ and a strong one. And many of our graduates uh, have gone on into the ministry themselves. Uh, one of the girls that graduated about six years ago just came to see us, and she's a missionary today in Tanzania. Um, so, I mean, that's just how God raises some of our students up and uses their lives. My mom still can't believe I'm a preacher. She's, she still is a, a, like, wow, he really did it. He changed my son. Um, I'd have never thought it. When I, when I came through the doors of Teen Challenge, if somebody would have came up to me that day that I walked in the door and said, uh, David, you're going to be a pastor, a teacher, a counselor. In fact, run, one day you're going to run the men's program. I'd have looked at him and said, you're on drugs. There's no way. 
you know. But God is able to do, the Bible says, exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all we can ask or even imagine. And that's what he's doing in these ladies' lives today. And he's got things in store for them they probably can't even comprehend. And that's the goodness of our God. He doesn't just save us. He saves us and fills us, and then he wants to use us. And uh, that's all of us today. I, b I believe that. Um, as uh, our brother said, we do have some information. Uh, I'm not going to get into our schedule and everything. If you want more information on the program, we have some bullet or brochures out there at our table. I'm going to have a couple ladies out there after the service. Uh, if you want any of that information, uh, in that brochure you will find a little bit more information on the program it talks about our daily schedule. On the back of that brochure are the numbers to our men's facility and to our women's facility. And if you know someone that might be interested in that or needs help, um, all they need to do is call us. We will interview them on the phone and uh, for acceptance into the program. And like I said, we just look for a willingness, a desire that says, uh, I want help. And I'm open to Christ in my life. And uh, only, those are two qualifications. And uh, uh, if they're hungry and they need help, we're ready to help them. And uh, I, I don't know why that came to me, but I heard this a long time ago. I'm just, I'm just a beggar telling another beggar where I found bread. And, uh, you know, sometimes... W God uses us as that tool. And uh, if you need to take a few of those with you, maybe you know someone, you want to put that in their hand and say, hey, call this number if you want help. They'll help you. Because I think we can probably all think of someone that we know that could use some help. And uh, I'm so glad. Uh, I didn't realize it, but when I was 13 years old, I sat in the back pew of my parents' church. I never sat in the front. I always sat way in the back. But I sat back there, and I listened to a group from Teen Challenge when I was 13 years old share their testimonies, how God had delivered them. While I was listening to that group, I had a bag of pot in my pocket. Couldn't wait for the service to get over so I could go smoke some. My parents invited the men to our house afterwards to feed them lunch. And so I went, oh, boy. They didn't tell me about that before the service. They knew I'd have left. But uh, these guys were knocking on my bedroom door. I went in there and locked the door and turned on my rock and roll. And they were knocking on my door. Hey, Dave, open the door. We want to talk to you. And I went over and cranked my stereo up a little louder. I didn't want to hear what they had to say. Little did I realize when I was uh, 25 years old, sitting in a detox center in Clearwater, Florida, strung out on drugs, that God would bring those men back to my remembrance. <laughs> and I'm glad he did, because it made me inquire and call, and I found out about it. I didn't know I'd have to go all the way to Michigan to go to Teen Challenge. But uh, this is where God brought me, and 23 years later, I'm still here and serving the Lord. 
And um, I thank God uh, that he brought me to a place where I could get help and uh, turn my life around. And I want you to hear some testimonies this morning in just a couple of minutes from these ladies, what God's been doing in their life and how he's changed them. And I believe he's got something special in store for uh, you today. And uh, let God minister to you this morning through the music and through the, through the testimonies. We love to sing at Teen Challenge. These folks come in to us and we uh, find out after they've been there a couple of weeks, hey, can you sing at all? And they might not think so, but we have a great choir director and she practices them all week long. And uh, they like to come out and sing for you. So if you'd start that first song. Well, you may wonder why I'm happy and why I'm laughing and carrying on and you may question why I'm singing just do it is it fills me with a fire and a brand new song but Jesus is the reason I said Jesus is the reason well Jesus is the reason there's a smile on my face Jesus is the reason I said Jesus is the reason well, Jesus is the reason that my heart is beating today So if you're searching for some meaning or a purpose while in your life well, look no further Cause I've found the answer And you can see the change in me With one look in my eyes Jesus is the reason I said Jesus is the reason Well, Jesus is the reason There's a smile on my face Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the reason. 
three. Next one, if you would. I'm out of gas now. Whew. Lucy, would you come down here and share your testimony? Now, you got to hold this mic way up here real close. I know. It's very so touchy today. Put it way up. <laughs> Hello. My name's Lucy. I come up uh, from Cookville, Tennessee. 
I'm 38 years old, and I've been here about nine months. And, uh, wow, I've been away from home for about a year now. And um, I find myself today standing amazed at the work that God has done in me. About a year ago, I was so far in a deeply sin life that um, I knew the only way, the only answer was Jesus. But I didn't know how to get there or what to do, what to even say. Didn't feel like I was worthy enough to even cry out to him. And um, I ended up in this church who... uh, The pastor was just amazing, and he just talked to me, and I found myself being baptized and giving myself over to him and saying, have your will in your way in me, but didn't see the end or see the light, and a few months later, at the taking of my own life, God sent this amazing woman into my house where I was deep in my sin, and she literally picked me up, carried me out. She took me into her home, and she nursed me back to health. And after a few days of feeling better, she says, I want you to go to Teen Challenge. And I'm like, Lord, what have you got me into now? (laughs) And... I was like, okay, and she showed me this video, and um, it was one of our fellow sisters from uh, West Michigan, and I said, God, you are not sending me there. And a few weeks later, yeah, I agreed to go, amazingly, and um, haven't looked back. <laughs> and I stand before you here nine months, still finding myself amazed at the work that God does. Every time I go to give up, I find myself poured onto an altar in our chapel or um, our director of the Women's Center. You know, it was a Saturday and just other people could tell that I was just being beat up in, in, in my thoughts and ready to give up, and I said, I can't do this no more. And I go into the office, and there's one person who, she's not there on Saturdays. And I just knew that God put her right there right when I needed her because he knew what I was going to do before I did. He loves us so much, and he is so faithful. Um, I haven't talked to my husband in a month, and... I sat down in the office yesterday to go to make the call, and before I could even pick up the phone, he was calling me just to tell me that he loved me and that he supports me being here, and that's all I need to focus on right now is just being at Teen Challenge and working on me and, and following after God the way that I was meant to. And for that, I just love him. Thank you for hearing my testimony.
I'm Janine. I am 51, and um, I'm not very good at speaking, so bear with me. Um, I was raised in a good home. Um, wasn't real loving, and so, but it was good. So I ended up um, just young, looking for affection, and um, ended up married at a young age. And um, then uh, by the time I was 27, I was a single mom. And um, I did get married. I was married and divorced. And so I, um, I started my some real poor choices and um, come back to the Lord um, after um, several years. And um, I lived right for, for, for a while. And um, more difficulties come into my life. And um, the first place I turned to again was um, alcohol, bars. And, um, but this time, the first time out, um, the Lord intercepted and I, I met this man and in the bar of all places and <laughs> but I knew that that's not what I wanted and so um I don't know we just was talking after we we'd meet up meet up every throughout the week and I and I didn't want to mislead this person I says hey you know um I don't know if you have a religion he he didn't he never even went to church and so I kind of opened that door and it made a curiosity and so he started looking and he found a, um, a very good church and the Lord flipped his life upside down like overnight and I wasn't ready. So I was, I was still just diving into um, the wrong direction while the Lord was changing his life like he'd never known. And... Um, and He's the reason I'm here today, and I just thank the Lord that even when I was running from the Lord again in the wrong places, you know, um, God found me, and he's changed Tom's life, my life, and here I am, and God has done so many things I can't even, I can't tell you. Um, I just love the Lord so much, and I never never knew that I could um, know him in the way I do now, and thank you for hearing my testimony. Good morning. My name's Kristen. I'm 19. I'm from Fulton, Illinois, and I've been here for about nine months. Uh, I grew up in a Christian family uh, with God-fearing, business-owning parents, and what comes with that is trying to fit in, trying to live up to their expectations and standards, and I just had a problem of I didn't even know who I was. So I pushed that aside, and I wanted to find who I was. So I turned to the bottom of a bottle or just chasing marijuana or even men and just anything and everything. And I, I struggle with self-worth issues. And, you know, I've never had a relationship with my mother. And the first time in nine months, I get to see her next weekend. And she told me she loved me. And, you know, I never, I don't know who I am. And someone told me one time, I would be so proud of you if you were my own. And I don't have to search for who I am because God gave me his promise. In 1 John 3, 1, it says, See what love the Father has lavished on you, that we should be called his children, and that is what I am. And I just want to give you a verse, and it's, 
In Isaiah 54, 17, no weapons formed against you shall prosper. And I thank you for hearing my testimony. Hold the mic up. Good morning. Um, my name is Jamie. I'm 19. I'm from Muskegon, Michigan, right by Teen Challenge, but I never really heard of it. Lucky me. And um, so I grew up in a Christian home, and my mom didn't know how to show me love except for giving me things, and that really angered me. But I was, um, I was abused in several ways, and my father was not a Christian, and he's an atheist, but um, he, he raised me in a perverse world or ways, and it got me confused, and I was just a troubled child. I loved fire, and I just, I liked anything that came with adrenaline. So I was just, I was just bad. I was just bad. So she had to turn me over to the state, and she just gave me to God, and she said, you know, enough is enough. I need some serious help. So I um, went to juvie. And after that, I was shipped off to um, Grand Rapids. And by the end of me graduating that program, I was um, kicked out of independent living. And where I had met somebody from Wedgwood, I thought she was my friend. You know, we were geeks. We were, we were smoking. We were doing whatever. Well, she turned me, and she, um, she put me in a prostitution. And here I am. 17 years old, about to turn 18. I don't know where I am right now. I know I'm like 45 minutes from where I'm supposed to call home because I was homeless. So um, it's just kind of funny where you never think that you're just going to do something. I mean, I'm never going to smoke a cigarette or I'm never going to cuss. I'm never going to be like that girl. I'm never going to be like him. Well, that's what I used to say about those people from Grand Rapids. And I turned out to be one of those people where I just judged so badly. But I can say today that through everything that I went through, I wouldn't change any of it. Um, I ended up, again, being homeless. Back and forth, I went to Kentucky. I mean, I, I was everywhere. And I was lost. And I always remembered feeling a purpose of, you know, I don't know who, like Kristen said, I don't know who I am. I just know that the only thing I know is, number one, I like to sing. Number two, I know that there's a God and that every time I would go to a church just for one service, I felt that deep hunger inside of me, and I was, I'm, I still struggle with my pride, but I felt that thing inside of me to where, okay, nobody, nobody can know that there's something wrong with me because you can hide so much just with your face or the way you dress and the way that you allow people to see you, but it's just all a mask, and I'm just tired of it. So I had met this lady, and she um, planted seeds of Teen Challenge, and she, she was actually a graduate. Her name was Linda Hoover. And she explained to me it was a year long, and I stopped her right there. No. I may be homeless, but I'm not going in a place where there's all these women, number one. I just, I can't do it. I, I'm not going to share a toilet. I'm, but how can you really say that if you're homeless, you're hungry, your body was being sold, and one is enough enough? So I finally gave up. And when I came here, I mean, I still, I'm, I'm a hot mess still. But these sisters love me, and even when I am just rude to them, God really is starting to put in my heart, I need to start loving these people. How far are you really going to let your pride or put on this paint on this huge mask of, I can do everything by myself? How, how much are you going to run from it? So 
all I can leave with you today is because I'm still learning scriptures, even though I've been raised in the Bible, but, you know, the world is a parasite, and as long as you keep on running, there's just going to create a bigger hole and a bigger hole and a bigger hole. So it's, you know, I wasn't, I didn't stick a needle in my arm. I didn't, all this, I didn't, wasn't like heavily hooked on drugs, but my life controlling issue was my anger and my self-worth. And you don't have to be so doped up that you have to go to Teen Challenge. No, like I needed God and that's where it is. So I just know what I'd like to end with is Teen Challenge is a building, but it's God that makes it a ministry. It's not a program. It's a ministry, and it changes people's lives. Thank you. Hi, my name's Emily. I'm 26 years old. I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan, actually a little town next to Kalamazoo called Galesburg. Um, I am an only child, an only grandchild. I grew up in a family um, that didn't know the Lord. Um, I was very spoiled, well, very well taken care of, very loved. Um, uh, my family doesn't know the Lord. Um, I grew up, you know, in a good home. My parents loved me very much. Um, was a cheerleader in high school. Went through school. Didn't skip school. Didn't do any of those things. But I didn't fit in. I didn't feel comfortable. Um, I never had. I was always very self-conscious. I was always missing a part of, you know, something inside of me. So instead of hanging out with the people that I should have been hanging out with, that I was in band with or in cheerleading with or those things with, I hung out with the kids that skipped school. I hung out with the kids that had records or had dropped out of school. Um, I found myself um, being around people that wanted to be my friend for using me for what I had, um, not being my friend for. Um, for the right reasons. I don't think I've ever necessarily had a real friend until I've came to this program. Um, my mother was very troubled. Um, my family is got a lot of substance abuse issues and mental um, health issues. My mother was very lost growing up. Um, she tried to love me and to protect me in the ways that she knew how, but in the same time she was battling with her own mind and her own issues. She was molested as a child and those sorts of things. Through this program, um, since I came to this program, my parents have both been saved, my grandmother's been saved, and my family's learning um, how to take this walk with me. So when I come back home, um, they're gonna you know, know the Lord also. I have an 18-month-old daughter. Um, my life came to its breaking point um, probably February. Um, I was a dental assistant. I was working in an office um, in Pawpaw, and I had relapsed and gone back to doing drugs. The people that I was doing drugs with um, robbed my, my work that I was working at. Um, and I went to jail for a month for um, larceny in a building, even though I wasn't present and I didn't do the stealing. I still went to jail for it because it was my work, my business, my job, and I was still sinning and I was doing the drugs with the people. So I broke and I met the Lord in jail. Um, I learned of this program while I was in jail and I decided to come that this was something that I needed. This program has changed my life in so many ways. I actually ha feel whole inside now. The Lord has filled me and given me so much joy. Uh, I'm just so happy that I'm going to be able to raise my daughter to know the Lord, and through this program, it's not just saving me, it's saved my whole family. I have such a hunger to be able to reach out when I leave this program, and I'll be a counselor or something, help people. I've always done that in my profession, so I'm excited to see what the future holds. Thank you for hearing my testimony. Hi, I'm 
Tracy. I'm 34. I've been in the program for about 10 months from Muskegon, Michigan. <laughs> She's very nervous. This is her first testimony. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, my parents were not Christians, but at the age of six, uh, some neighbors brought me to church. And uh, I've been going to that church on and off all my life. Um, but at the age of 13, I was uh, sexually harassed and uh, by my stepfather and by age 18, I was um, abused again by my real father, and so I just, uh, um, I became you, like I wouldn't talk, or just would hide, <laughs> just hide it from the world, and wanted to do what I just kept to myself, and uh, uh, a lot of healing, a lot of hurt, uh, there was a lot of hurt that I just kept hiding, um, but then, uh, I can't do this. Just tell what's happening <laughs> to the Lord. You grew so, up in church right down the street from us. Yeah, I've been Pastor Kevin McCormick. Yeah. And see you six. She has a beautiful daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, um, God is so good. I mean, he's been so faithful to me. I mean, throughout the years, every time I walked away from him, he's always brought me right back, you know, even after I lost my son at one week old. Uh, yeah. I wanted nothing to do with God or the church or anything anymore. I wanted to just, just went full force into the world. But even then, God kept his hand on me and protected me. <laughs> he still brought me back, you know. Um... When he blessed me with this beautiful little girl, because when he takes away, he gives back that much more, you know. Um, she's a joy in my life, and gave me hope. I believe that I believe God took my son to save my soul, and He gave me my daughter to save my life because she's my motivation to come here. I went back to the church in desperation to try it one more time to overcome one more time, and. Uh, and this time they sent me here, and since I've been here, that's just, he, he's healed the wounds in my heart. He's, yes, he's given me joy and peace, and I'm able to stand up here and talk to you today. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dreading that. <laughs> Amen. I, she grew up in a church just down the road from us, uh, Norton Shores Gospel Tabernacle, and uh, our choir director, Sister Esther, used to teach her Sunday school, didn't she? <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I grew up in and around the church, and I, I see that a lot where we get people that come in, and um, they've got church roots or background. Um, one time I was having a chapel, and I said, raise your hand how many of you were raised in church, and probably 70% of our student body raised their hand. 
and uh, got away from God. But, uh, you know, you can run, but you can't hide. God, God knows his own, and he'll find you, and he'll bring you back. And I just, the scripture just came to me where Jesus will leave the 90 and 9 and go after the one. You're important to God, and he's not going to let you get away that easy. And no matter what comes into our lives, addiction or uh, alcohol, drugs, anything like that, um, we can try to medicate the problems and try to hide behind that, but uh, that's not really who we are. And uh, God has so much better for our lives if we'll just surrender to him and Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I see so many people come into the program. They're weighted down with the sin. And, you know, the Scripture tells us that the thief came but for to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. And he's trying to destroy these lives. And people come in, and it seems like their life's hopeless, defeated. And, and people every day may think, I'm facing a hopeless situation, or I'm hopelessly bound by this. I can't get free. But the Bible tells us that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. <laughs> and there is freedom today in Christ if we will just reach out and take it and put our faith and our trust in him. And uh, no matter what anyone is going through, there's, there's hope and there's help today in Christ. And I know that it affects all of us in some way. Uh, it's either affected us or family members or others that uh, around us or our community. And um, there is an answer, and it's found in Christ today. Um, we're going to sing one more song before I turn it over. Uh, and in this song, it ends with just talking about in the presence of Jehovah hearts are mended, and uh, no matter what you've been through in your life, the Lord can mend your heart today. And uh, as we sing this, just worship with us. And I know we didn't have worship today, uh, but let's worship together and just um, let that be your prayer today uh, as we're ending, if you'd start that. Take a 
Thank you for having us today. God bless.